Right, welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday morning. And you know it, it's time for Trash Talk. And this week on Trash Talk, we're looking at food and beverage takeout have become a part of our lives here in Hong Kong, leading to more plastic waste. Woody Chan, Senior CSR and Sustainability Manager at Food Panda, along with Helga Vantenort, the founder of Wealth of Flows Consulting, tells us about a new reusable takeout Food Panda is trailing here in Hong Kong. Hey, Trash Talk listeners. I'm excited to be back in the new upgraded RTHK studio in Admiralty for the Brunch with Noreen show. Today, we're going to talk about a tough challenge for Hong Kong's waste reduction goals, food and beverage takeout. Takeouts have become an integral part of our lives in Hong Kong. I mean, sometimes I don't want to cook. Sometimes I want to check out a restaurant's menu without going there but even more so during the pandemic. Whatever the reason behind it, this phenomenon has led to more plastic waste. Well, there's good news on this front as Food Panda is trialing a reusable takeout box in Hong Kong. Here to tell us more about it is Woody Chan, Senior CSR and Sustainability Manager at Food Panda, and longtime trash talk friend Helga Van Turnat, founder of Wealth of Flows Consulting. Welcome to the show, you guys. Thank you for having us, Marcy. Yeah, and the newly upgraded fancy studios. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> well, Helga, why don't we start with you as the lead at ADM Capital Foundation's Eat Without Waste Initiative here in Hong Kong. Maybe you can just discuss a little bit about the general trends of takeout during the pandemic. Uh, Sure. And as you have already pointed out, uh, Marcy, takeout food is a thing, has been a thing long before the pandemic here in Hong Kong. Actually, across Southeast Asia, we are the most avid consumers of of takeout. And I'm not saying home delivery, but takeout food consumed, prepared food consumed outside of the restaurant. Wow. Um, With the pandemic, because of As we know very well, uh, all of the constraints of eating out, eating out in groups, uh, eating even at some point, eating out uh, individually, um, the consumption of such meals has gone up um, uh, significantly, not just here in Hong Kong, but across the world. Um, And what we see, so so it's hard too early to say whether we're going to go back or to what degree we're going to go back to um, uh, pre-pandemic levels, but um, a lot of researchers into the space are already indicating we won't go back to the um, entirely to that situation right. because um, we've discovered new habits, we've discovered yeah. new options, right? And that's not just so for some people that might be, hey, takeout could also mean home delivery, and that's a good thing for our friend Woody's company here. But um, so so home delivery wasn't necessarily all that prevalent in comparison with other with other markets. Um, but now that's an added component to the takeout habit. Um, and in addition, there's, there's underlying mechanisms like uh, credit card payment or integrated payment mechanisms that people have now discovered that also beforehand um, may have been unknown to them or that wasn't part of their consumption pattern. Right, so, so the takeout is easier. Takeout is easier, has become easier, and a lot of the peripheral mechanisms for making it easier are here to stay. Yeah, these technology developments and these technology updates, so unlikely to return to pre-pandemic. And even pre-pandemic was, as I said, already very high. And I must say, young people absolutely adore 
takeout. I, I know my kids, look, that's their first choice. So it is very exciting to us that Food Panda has come up with the reusable option, maybe, trial program. And Woody, can you take us through from the beginning of how you got this going at Food Panda? Sure, definitely. We'd be very happy to share. Um, Food Panda, despite not being the restaurants that uh, are, are actually sending out, you know, single-use plastic containers, uh, we as a platform actually do care a lot about uh, single-use uh, single plastic waste, uh, this critical issue that's, that Hong Kong is facing. Um, actually, earlier last year, uh, we already launched a sustainable packaging program for our restaurants, essentially uh, selling 100% plant-based sugarcane bagasse packaging to our restaurant partners uh, at, at no profit whatsoever. Oh, that's great. And uh, so today we have sold to more than 50 restaurants, uh, deployed uh, around 150,000 units. However, we as a company have also spoken to various NGOs um, and have realized that a lot of this uh, so-called sustainable packaging is actually not being properly recycled or or composed. Um, and, And so... A lot of it is actually ending up in landfills. Mm. So uh, with Helga, with uh, other NGOs like WWF, Greenpeace, uh, we, we, we were trying to find a truly uh, sustainable uh, solution for, for delivery, uh, food delivery packaging. And that's how we came up with the idea of a reusable food packaging uh, pilot. And, and of course, in addition, we also have to take into consideration that the government is also very close to regulating uh, single-use plastic uh, packaging waste in, ah, in food delivery. Right. So we, we're trying to get ahead of the curve here as well and uh, be prepared. Right. And hopefully it pleases your consumers as well. In other words, if you're offering that option, I'd rather use Food Panda than someone else who's not, right? Indeed, yes. Customer yeah. experience is something that we're also hoping to improve with this pilot. Yeah, that's great. And a and lot of my friends are really enthusiastic uh, or were enthusiastic when they discovered this because I actually personally, of course, it's you know uh, maybe the, the, my circle of friends, but a lot of people are hesitant to order takeout uh, if they know it comes in a single-use, whether it's paper or plastic, but if it comes in single-use packaging, and you now removed one reason for, for not ordering takeout. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right, you two. So now that explains Food Panda and how you started it at Food Panda and why. But what? How do you work with Helga, and how? How? Why is it the two of you here in the studio? Well, I think actually it's because our timeline started coinciding um, with the Eat Without Waste initiative at the uh, ADM Capital Foundation. The first thing we had done was in 2020, yeah, already back in 2020, we had put out a massive report, a piece of research, sorry, that then led to a report um, on the, the causes, the size of the, of the, food, the takeout uh, packaging problem, the causes, and of course, most importantly, what might be done about it. And so we came up with a number of of, of solutions and we quantified the potential out impact for Hong Kong specifically. Um, and, and after that work, then of course we start looking at, so what's next? Um, and how can we start implementing that um, uh, for Hong Kong? Actually, it was 2021, not 2020. That's okay. Yeah. You remember you came on the show and talked about it. Yeah. So. So um, we know. And anyway, so but because we were looking at implementation steps, um, we were looking at who <laughs> out there in the market was working on it. And we, you know, I, I knew Woody from before. We kind of picked up contact again. And um, 
start working together on this particular initiative. Oh, so I've just great. been advising over over the months. Yes. Right. Okay, great. And then in comes Food Panda. And so you start the initiative. Why don't you tell us how it works? Yep. So let me run you through how the, the actual pilot works. Um, with this pilot, customers are now able to uh, order their food with reusable food packaging uh, when ordering from restaurants. And uh, this is done through our app, um, which which uh, every customer has access to. Um, and restaurants, after receiving uh, this uh, order, will be responsible for packing uh, the food into these reusable boxes that we have provided to them for free. And customers, after finishing their food, um, will uh, have the option then to return the containers uh, to nine collection machines that we have placed uh, in Central, Admiralty, uh, Causeway Bay and Wan Chai um, uh, for an incentive. Uh, oh, really? In, in terms of the incentive, we uh, Food Panda are offering a $10 Food Panda voucher for every nice. container returned. Uh, one point that I've forgotten to mention is uh, that a deposit is also charged upon ordering. Okay. Uh, so that is $10 for every container ordered. Okay. And when they return these uh, boxes to the collection machine, they can just simply tap their Octopus card to get their deposit back. Oh, and super cool. And on top cool. of that, they have that food, pan, that food panda voucher. Right. And uh, in terms of the back-end logistics, we're partnering with a social enterprise to collect the boxes from the collection machines every day, uh, sending it to a cleaning facility, and then uh, twice every week, we deliver the boxes back to the restaurants, hence closing the loop. Right, exactly. And, you know, that is that key advantage, too. I don't have to wash it, right? So when I bring my own reusable container, that's fine. You know, I don't mind taking that walk and stuff like that, but then I have to wash it. And you're actually taking that step away, too, which correct, is really nice. Correct. We're you trying do have to, to empty it, it right? Yeah, we're trying That's to make it as convenient as possible. But as Helga says, uh, you do have to clear out all the food waste mm. uh, in the boxes um, so that, you know, in terms of hygiene, it is easier to clean for our, our partners, but also it, it, it doesn't lead to any hygiene issues at the collection machine. Got it. Well, and you would want to because you would want to minimize food waste, right? Correct. You're ordering reusable boxes. Connecting the dots, yes. All right. And so then it gets kind of interesting because it's a trial. It did just start. I October? is that when, when did it start? It started on the 1st of October. Yeah. So we don't have a lot of data points, but what are some of the challenges? Do you know, are there... How come you people? start with the challenges? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. What are people saying about it? How about uh, that? Customers have been receiving it uh, quite well, I would say. So far, we have sent out around 5,000 containers um, to uh, more than 2,000 uh, customers. And around 30% of these containers have been returned to date. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And uh, in, terms of the, in terms of restaurants, they've also been uh, very supportive. Um, initially, of course, uh, this can be uh, dis a bit disruptive to the operations uh, during peak hours, as you can imagine, uh, when, when there are a lot of lunch orders coming in. Mm. It can be difficult to uh, read the receipts, uh, distinguishing which one is One more option order, to take into account. Uh, right. Which one is a normal order. True. Um, on top of already, you know, Food Panda orders, you know, it, it is a, a, an additional operational um, task for them. And but, uh, but I'd like to say there, restaurants are quite willing to make a distinction between lots of ice and, and not so much ice in a cold drink. So I think if we are willing to handle that aspect we should also put in some effort around the right. container and preference. That, and that is something that we have noticed, that uh, there is initial 
pushback from participating restaurants. But once they are, they become used to, accustomed to the operational flow, uh, they they are more willing to continue doing this. But one more point I do have to add that can be a, a critical blocker is storage. Oh, Restaurants yeah, right? and kitchens in Hong Kong, unfortunately, are rather small in in size. Yeah, which means uh, reusable packaging, which is. Simply uh, by nature, less stackable than normal plastic mm. containers, take up a bit more space. Right uh, on top of the existing containers that they have to be serving. Right. So that is something that we we are also looking at to 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 improve on as well. Mm. That's where you need more scale, right? Because if you have more containers in the system, circulating in the system, you can actually replenish the stock at the restaurants at a much smaller interval. Right. Right now we're doing it twice a week. As you said. Yes. Uh, you could do it on a daily basis, and they would have to hold on to smaller volumes of inventory, of inventory, making it easier on them. But you can't do that if there's not enough um, demand. By demand consumers. on the on, yeah, kind of everything needs to be scaled up, right? More yeah. more users in the system, more restaurants in the system, more containers circulating, and also and more scaling up of the products that they're offering reusables for. If a restaurant is only stocking reusable containers, no more single-use plastic containers, space becomes much less of an issue. And also they're, they're, um, they don't have to think about which container they're using. Oh, that's It'll true. just be reusable boxes. Because right now, I guess, they've picked a few dishes that they're comfortable offering in these containers, right? At the Where moment, yes. This kind of container try. is going to work for us for right. this dish, but not for that dish. and. Yeah. And so what the, are what are some of the intricacies of that? Is it certain things that they uh, can't heat at the, up? At or? the moment, we have uh, four sizes and designs for the box: uh, a large and a medium bowl, and oh. a large and a medium box. Ah. Uh, this unfortunately can't cater for certain items, such as burgers. Um, or pizza, naturally. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but also, if you wonton have wonton soup, wonton soup, it can be possible. Yeah. Some restaurants like possible. to keep. Yeah, sometimes the restaurants like to keep their wontons separate yes. from the broth. Oh, I feel. Let's say if you are tamzai, yeah, uh, and they have a, a little tray in their normal uh, plastic bowl. Uh. That tray we simply cannot replicate with our current R and D capabilities. Moment, yeah. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So that well, that true. that is also. And then I, as a blocking. consumer, might get charged twice. Wouldn't have to do two boxes because one for my noodles and then the other for my soup yes and even if the customer is willing to do that that is an additional operational uh task for exactly. the restaurant to have to yeah. do um uh, which is just not the same as the normal flow and mm. kitchens are, are, are reluctant to do so, so but again if, as as more volume starts circulating through these systems you can start making that consideration that trade-off say okay now we can also do it for this type of dish or mm-hmm. that type of dish because it's standardized. Yes. That's great. Well, I, uh, from the consumer side, also, I thought that was interesting that you said 30% have been returned. So is that, so that going to be an issue going forward? In other words, do you have to have a break-even of like 50% or 70% to make it worthwhile? Because it's only $10, right? I don't know if people are playing an arbitrage on you. <laughs> yeah, in terms of the numbers, we are seeing uh, the the return rate slowly creeping up. Good. So it, it this may be because uh, people are are keeping the containers, keep uh, you know accumulating a few more before I they see. return in one go. Sure. Uh, but this was also part of our expectation in that uh, some people 
may quite like the design of this new box and would quite like to keep a couple in their homes or, or to reuse themselves. They are so cool. That, that and can, that's okay. And if right. if they do reuse it themselves, uh, we think that is actually quite reasonable. Okay. Uh, our, our worst case scenario is that other customers are actually throwing them in the trash. Yeah. That would be the uh, what we really would not like to see. Right. Um, so on our side, we're, we're looking at different ways to improve this return rate even further, uh, including uh, placing more collection machines, uh, maybe increasing the incentive, but also possibly the deposit. As you mm. as you might imagine, ten dollars yeah. can be quite quite cheap. Right. Um, but uh, also one one thing that one interesting thing we're exploring is potentially <laughs> allowing our riders, our couriers, to collect these uh, reusable boxes for consumers. So that would for, be next level for convenience. Those, that would exactly. be next level convenience. That's big. That's but, hard. But to hard to to, to facilitate that. Uh, because there is a cost involved for the rider, the customer would have to essentially waive their deposit. Got it. All right, so I could just pay it, just like you pay extra for a plastic bag at the grocery store. Something you would have already paid for, actually. Right, yeah. They would just be collecting for you uh, with no additional charge because the deposit's already been paid. Got it. And the rider would get their, you know, salary by tapping the octopus and returning the box. Oh, very cool. I like that idea. Well, let's see if that happens, right? Well, it's very exciting that you guys are trialing it, and uh, we really appreciate it. And so you just tick the... There's a box on the Food Panda app, I presume, as you're making your order, that you take this option. At the moment, we have we, we, we have essentially duplicated certain items in the restaurant's menus so that there is a reusable option that will charge your deposit mm. and a non-reusable option. Mm. We still give customers that choice, um, at some point, maybe you know, we, we could uh, pilot uh, with a, a, a restaurant to see if we can offer full reusables for the whole menu. That's something we're thinking of as well, but that is a little bit further down the pipeline. Yeah, but it's great that you're thinking about it. I, I think what's interesting, though, is that might, it might sound like you know, you're, you're giving them all the options and therefore you're leaving it completely to the consumer, but there's actually some... Something happening already is called choice editing, where as a, as a vendor or as a service provider, you're steering consumers into a certain direction, right? It's, it's plays into behavioral science. Um, and some of that is happening also, I think, uh, Woody, through the way you promote uh, um, certain restaurants or certain dishes. There's actually already more visibility for these options than for the other. So there's already a steering uh, happening there. It's not completely... Yeah, to add a bit more onto that, on the app, uh, there are uh, posters, uh, certain spaces, swim lanes that you uh, that is dedicated for participating restaurants offering reusable packages. Oh! So that, rest, uh, so that customers uh, can find these restaurants more easily and it's also good for the restaurants themselves. They get more exposure on our app. That's fabulous. All right, well, Helga of Wealth of Flows Consulting and uh, Woody Chan, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us about this. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having us. All right, Trash Talk listeners, get out there and start using your reusable containers, please. I want to see a 100% return rate, and we want to scale this up. You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas, 
If you like what you hear, I also host the Sustainable Asia podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube for a more in-depth look at sustainability issues here in Asia. Many thanks once again to Marcy Trentlong for this week's Trash Talk. She'll be back again next Monday.